It's just plain wrong that getting a good night's sleep is so hard. You know, sleep doesn't have to be this hard. There is a faster way to get better sleep. Sleep Takeout gives you real practical sleep solutions and your questions answered. I'm Dr. Bond, and I'm a licensed psychologist. And I'm Dr. Satuni, and I'm a board-certified sleep and pulmonary physician. And we're here to talk to you about sleep advice without a pill. This Sleep Takeout podcast is for information and entertainment purposes. This podcast is not intended as professional or legal advice. Podcasts are not treatment. Sleep disorders and mental health conditions need to be individualized with the healthcare provider. Sleep Takeout is not a replacement for professional advice or recommendations. So help your friends sleep better. Share the Sleep Takeout podcast with them and be sure to rate and review this episode on your favorite podcast app. Welcome back, Michelle. It's great to see you again. Hey, how are you? I'm good. I have my caffeine as usual today. I'm way ahead of you, I guess. I don't know. I had had more and now I'm switching to water. Uh, Yes, that's true. Well, I usually, it depends on the time of day, but I can usually kind of consume caffeine into the early afternoon. Um, oh, it's or, it's uh, what past that early afternoon part now. It, it is right now. Although, so true story. Um, when I have clients into the early evenings, I need caffeine to actually stay that level of mental alertness. Because if I don't have it, it is incredibly challenging. Well, we're gonna get to, to talk listen. about that on this episode. But, I know. You know I'm so excited. Just so to excited. you know catch up and see how things are going. Yeah, going good. The summer's almost here. I'm excited about that. Yeah, although we're been, finishing up with school. It has been, although it's been super dry outside i feel like in general it's been a very um there hasn't been much humidity yet so i'm waiting for that humidity to like roll in so you know we've talked a little bit probably for the last six months about my roof saga and the roof saga continues so i am just waiting and hoping that the summer and especially our rainy season here Uh does not start anytime soon oh gosh yikes fingers crossed you might have to you have tarps up there Oh wow, we will we'll figure out a plan for you. No so. tarps. No, yes. no, we just um so the you know, for the last couple of weeks since I thought it was really going to happen, I have not been bringing the dog to the office like I normally do. Um I love to bring my dog to the office. My uh-huh. dog Luna. Yeah. She might have made an episode uh we did. Luna cameo was here. on her appearance, yes. but so I wasn't bringing her just from a safety standpoint in case the doors were being open or there's stuff falling from the sky. Uh-huh. Or noise. She's not a big fan of noise. But um, I, what, she wasn't coming for the last couple uh-huh. weeks, maybe a month. And this past week, I started bringing her again because I am convinced that the day that I bring her, <laughs> the roofers will show up. Now, the funny, oh, the gosh. funny story is the first day that I did bring her, I had another th- ha- like handy electronic uh-huh. thing that was going on, and so I did have workers in, and oh, wow. she had to go on a leash and sit by Lori in the front. But oh. Well, so they're supposed to come soon, then. Any day since February. Oh, wow. Yikes! All right, fingers crossed. But it ha- it has been starting to rain. But yeah. um, yeah. No, in general, I I've, I've just come back from a trip again, mm-hmm. and I I feel like I have a, I definitely have another trip next weekend, mm-hmm. and then two weekends after that. So. Yeah, I'm excited. The summer. Yeah, you've been traveling travel. a lot too. I have. So and getting ready. I have some more travel coming up. So I'm excited about that. And and then after that trip, I'm kind of like I'm ready. We're going to be going up to the Northeast for a little bit. So I'll be in Boston for a little while. And after that, I'm just going to kind of chill the rest of the summer. Like I'm like I'm kind of I'm good staying low key. Good. I mean, that can be a really good thing. So hopefully we won't have a hiatus in the summer. That's been our kind of game plan not to have a hiatus from the uh, podcast. Right. 
Yeah, and a lot of our time has been spent offline, I guess, really working on just some updates and learning mm-hmm. about podcasting in general. It really is a full-time job. It is. I mean, we spent quite a while today recording a new intro, a new outro. So yeah, hopefully, let us know how you like it. Yeah, hopefully, you, hopefully our listeners will be able to hear that change. And we've been exploring how to modify our audio quality. So definitely the quality of the podcast has increased over the past couple episodes. So we're excited about that, too. So. Definitely let us know if you are noticing changes. Yeah, what are we reviewing today? So today we have, in in the spirit of our coffee um, uh, episode and caffeine, which we'll chat about soon, um, I wanted to highlight these disposable coffee filters that are made specifically for Keurigs or for kind of K-cup dispensers. So the um, they, you know, they're you can get K-cups as regular, you know, one-time plastic. use kind of plastic pods, but then they also have a reusable kind of K-cup pod. And one of the biggest challenges that I was running into, I was like, okay, so I love using that, but then um, it's not as easy, number one, to clean it because you always have to, like, everything kind of gets stuck in there. And then number two, there actually is some value to having a little paper coffee filter in there. So anyway, I found these little things on Amazon. They're, um, it's by some random company called ProMail, or ProMail, I'm not sure how that's pronounced. Um, but they're just little teeny tiny little coffee filter things that fit right inside the little K-cup. And you can just get your regular ground coffee that either you grind yourself or maybe you buy it from the store pre-ground and you can kind of have a lot more variety that way. Yeah, true to form on things that we've bought on Amazon before, I really like the packaging of it. It it has bullet points of, you know, that it's bleach-free, it's oxygen cleaning, it has clear sediment that comes out instead of colored sediment that shows it has dyes in it. It makes cleanup a lot easier, and it fits all different types of coffee makers that use these K-cups. I mean, it really is a, co- is a coffee filter, but I'm not entirely convinced it's not made of larger coffee maker filters uh-huh. that were just repurposed. Oh, absolutely. This is one of those things that it's. Uh, it's <laughs> I kind of find it funny. It's the epitome of those products you see on Amazon that you can tell the marketing is the same, but they just change the text to be a different language for whichever country they're going to like yes. be shipping or selling the product to. Um, so you can tell there's like a few small grammatical errors and how and you some might spelling errors. Yeah, how you might phrase some things so enrich and smoothen that coffee taste. Um, so anyway, it's kind of funny. But however, it works. I've tried them. I, I do well. don't. I don't use a Keurig type of coffee, but I do have a reusable coffee filter because I try to avoid extra waste. And um, yeah, it is a little bit t- challenging to clean. I use a lot of my mm-hmm. coffee grounds to make some sort of fertilizer for different plants that I grow. Um, but I don't find it terribly inconvenient to use it. So I've given up coffee filters in general. I mean, and again, sometimes you learn the hard way by giving up filters only mm-hmm. because you don't have them and you still want to make your coffee at sure. some points. Absolutely. So, yeah. But it's it's kind of a, a very helpful thing to make cleanup go a little bit easier. So we're going to talk a little bit today about uh, sleep and the effects of caffeine. And mm-hmm. I'm going to put into the notes just the article that I'm referencing, which is on the American Academy of Sleep Medicine Sleep Education site. I find a lot of helpful things on this website. So if you ever go over there, they actually have a patient side and talk about just healthy sleep habits. But when you talk about caffeine, caffeine is not just unique to coffee. Mm -hmm. Um, It is a natural product that's found in a number of plant leaves. But we know typically 
coffee beans, tea leaves, and cocoa beans. Uh, But really, it can be produced in a lab just as easily. And so, you know, people do a lot of um, synthetic type of, uh, I don't know, you know, there's there's these medicines that people are worried about. Mm -hmm. And yet, the most of the caffeine that is in energy type of drinks is not natural caffeine, but they oh, they right, actually right. call it like naturally flavored. Like in the monster drinks, the other ones, yeah. But what caffeine does on our physical system is it works on this adenosine pathway and adenosine in our body makes us tired. Mm-hmm. And so what this does is it blocks the adenosine receptors that are in the brain. And so by blocking these, it's supposedly going to keep you from getting sleepy. But you and I have both talked to other people saying, you know what? Coffee does absolutely nothing for me. The adenosine pathway is really linked to um, the homeostatic mechanism, not Mm -hmm. the circadian rhythm. Mm -hmm. So regardless of the timing of what you take, it Mm -hmm. really depends on how active you are mentally and physically. Now, question for you, Michelle. Yes. Only because I've heard this, this part, too, is... Are there variances in your genetic predisposition to how you react or respond to caffeine? That's very interesting. That's very interesting. And the answer, of course, is is yes. There Mm -hmm. are genetic determinants on how you respond to just about everything from Mm -hmm. sunlight to water to other, other medications. So you really have to kind of find out how you respond to it. But what's important is if you are going to respond, it's going to increase your levels of what's blocking this adenosine within 30 to 60 minutes, and it has a half-life of three to five hours. That's according to the website. But what you also need to know is that changes with aging. So you got Mm -hmm. the genetic factors, and then you have uh, the factors of just how your life changes as you get older. Mm -hmm. So it is a much bigger deal. It can be up to 12 hours Mm -hmm. in somebody who's over the age of 60. Mm -hmm. So the half-life is the amount of time that it takes for it to leave your body uh, for half of that drug. Mm-hmm. And so it still means that it's in your system. And if, if it is blocking your adenosine, then it can affect your sleep. Mm-hmm. So, so when would it be good to have caffeine to help you? What, like when, when would you want caffeine? So caffeine, if you're using it to block the adenosine, is when you might be sleepy. So mm-hmm. the important part is... If you are doing activities required, heightened states of arousal. So Mm -hmm. in the day where uh, most of the people are working, so Mm -hmm. using it first thing in the day so that it peaks when your peak performance Mm -hmm. of high performance is going to act. Now, in a maybe a teenager or someone who's in college that is going to maybe be using their peak performance for homework or classes in the evening, Mm -hmm. that may be an evening predominance. Mm -hmm. Uh, So you really have to be careful with it, especially if it's going to interfere with your sleep at night. So caffeine being a drug, even if it's found in a food substance, you really have to make sure that you're not actually using a food or a medicine substance to get you the opposite of the effect at night using different receptors. Mm -hmm. So we really don't have a pro-adenosine uh, drug that's out there, mm-hmm. uh, but it's it's an interesting idea. And just like you mentioned before, some people say, well, it doesn't affect me at all. Right, right. And so that or may they, not- they can say, I've also heard too that caffeine can actually make them sleepy. Like it, it, it had zero effect and or made them even more tired. That I think is a lot to do with the timing of it. Mm-hmm. So very few people will actually say it makes them sleepy after they've woken up for mm-hmm. the day. So it's usually, it usually helps. I've heard it described is that it's they got maybe an initial boost from caffeine for like 20 or 30 minutes. And then there was like a crash afterwards. 
That's the half-life. That's a, yeah. it wearing off. So mm-hmm. not necessarily per se a crash, but that they feel that the uh, drug is out of their system. Mm-hmm. So with everything, there can be positive and negative effects. Caffeine, it's generally considered moderately effective at alerting people. Uh, the doses will vary depending on the agent that you're using for the caffeine. Uh, the typical caffeine that's in a natural beverage um, is on the low side. Mm-hmm. So maybe 50 milligrams up to maybe 100 milligrams. Mm-hmm. This and would be like a like a soda or something like that? A cup of things? coffee. Okay. Uh, right. So a natural product. Okay. Coca-Cola energy drinks it's not would not be a natural. <laughs> so that actually has quite a bit more caffeine in it, mm-hmm. up to 200 milligrams, which is the equivalent when you find caffeine in tablet form on, mm-hmm. over the counter. So that okay. is a significantly higher. Again, assume it might be four cups of coffee. Mm-hmm. So it's important to know. It also works best when it's used intermittently. Um, Adenosine Mm -hmm. is not one of our main alerting agents or main sedating type of agents, Mm -hmm. as the case would be with the adenosine making people sleepy and the anti-adenosine caffeine making it, making you more awake. Uh, But a higher dose can be more um, potent and it can have a lot of uh, effects, both on the positive and the negative side. So your body does build up a tolerance. Uh, it's one of those medications that, d- yeah. that does. And you it mean- also makes it more addictive. So when you develop that right. tolerance, you notice the withdrawal effect, which you leads do. us to the negative effects. <laughs> you mean I can get cranky when I don't have enough caffeine? Well, in addition to it affecting your sleep, that's the most obvious thing if you're using a stimulant. It can also delay the timing of your actual body clock getting tired. Mm-hmm. Um, but this is not a night-dark sort of cycle. This has to do with an activity cycle. Mm-hmm. It says it can even occur when it, it can even occur when you consume it early in the day. And one study found that caffeine six hours before bedtime reduced your sleep time for up to an hour. High doses can also cause diarrhea, sweating, nausea. I feel like a car salesman. Oh my uh, increased right. heart rate, increased breathing rate, muscle tremors. Mm-hmm. Um, the other things that it, it can do is um, obviously create uh, high blood pressure. Mm-hmm. It can um, create um, dehydration mm-hmm. because it acts as a mild diuretic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and withdrawal symptoms causing those headaches crashes like you've mentioned with the sleepiness or low energy level and affecting your mood no question again Mm -hmm. this is another part that i chat a lot about with clients of mine is you know how does caffeine how does the substance of caffeine impact your brainwave activity like specifically that deeper sleep that you really wanted to get kind of in stage three or even kind of the rem you know cycle like what is the effect of caffeine on this is it going to help it or going to harm it Interestingly, it affects it very little other than the total sleep time. Okay. Fast. So unlike other types of medicines, um, we'll we'll take nicotine, for example, which Mm -hmm. does seem to delay REM and to decrease deep sleep. Mm -hmm. Caffeine tends to not do that because it's working on adenosine, is is not working on the acetylcholine receptors, which are working with those GABA transmitters. Which is the opposite we've talked about in alcohol before, another substance that can just block REM. But so caffeine will not necessarily impact that. It's just more of that adenosine reaction or response to that. Yeah. It's interesting that the caffeine levels, uh, they, they actually quote a University of Florida study where they bought a 16-ounce cup of coffee from one coffee shop for six straight days. And they analyzed the coffee to determine how much caffeine. And the, the it varied from 259 milligrams of caffeine and the highest was 564 
I believe that. So this is all yeah. different depending on how it's brewed. I think my general caffeine on my cup of coffee would be much lower because I tend to use um, the uh, coffee grounds again. Uh-huh. Oh, you brew it more than once. I do. Oh, yeah. Okay. My mom does that. So, I But I also I, tend to use more yeah. espresso beans, mm. uh, which I think in general might have a little bit more caffeine mm-hmm. in them. Yeah. But um, I tend to tell my mom, I was like, I think she wants a little bit of like water with her coffee because it's it's... it's it's doesn't very give her as much heartburn. It's very diluted. Yeah. Well, so, but question. So, back to your, you know, what you were mentioning in that study, 100% I agree with this. If I get a, a cup of coffee from Starbucks, like, I would say that is one of the highest, like, dose caffeine drinks that I, I, and I can tell the difference versus if I just pick it up from somewhere else. Yep. So, they have a very nice chart, which you can pick up really anywhere. I, I actually believe Weight Watchers on their app, I've seen the same okay. type of chart. Um, Monster, NOS, Rockstar, Full Throttle, mm-hmm. comparing that with uh, like Red Bull, Lipton tea versus herbal tea. Herbal tea obviously never had caffeine right. in it. It's different from different flowers that never had the mm-hmm. caffeine, you know, from the tea leaves. Mm-hmm. Versus... Like that Hey Girl, Tangerine Dream. We right. It was a tangerine? It was. It's okay. Tangerine Dream. It's like a dream sickle. Because you're still getting it? I, I still have some. You I like it. It's it. tasty. I have no no more of my mushroom tea, which has no caffeine in oh, it. No. My mushroom drink. We'll need more. That's right. It was a drink. It was like mushroom hot cocoa. Cinnamon, mushroom. Yeah. Yeah. Cinnamon's a good flavor in coffee, by the way. Great Absolutely. flavor. Absolutely. It's yeah. in my coffee right now. Um, so what? interesting. So no-dose Envivrin, which are really, really common mm-hmm. caffeine um, tablets. In one, one tablet is 200 milligrams. That's how I quote that. Mm-hmm. Anison, which also is an aspirin type of product. Mm-hmm. Believe it or not, um, people take these aspirin products that have a little bit of caffeine in them to reduce headaches and particularly migraines. Mm-hmm. Two tablets of that has 64 milligrams. So okay. again, not necessarily enough that's going to keep you per se awake, right. but absolutely stuff that's going to give you withdrawal from that caffeine. Oh, absolutely. And, and withdrawal headaches. Well, so let's chat about caffeine and the use of caffeine to stay awake. So I see a lot of this with clients of mine that have shift work, meaning that they are being awake through either the middle of the night or they need to be awake into the later evening. And for example, they might be at their job and they have like three more hours of their shift and like, I need more caffeine to stay awake. But then as soon as they get off, they're like, oh, I want to like go back to sleep or I want to go home and go to sleep so that I can have some semblance of a sleep cycle. Um, but after three hours, that caffeine is still in their system. It still is in their system. It right. may or may not because of their their pressure to sleep mm-hmm. affect them. Uh, but that's a really good point. You know, mm-hmm. you have to know that it's going into your system and then it still has to come out of your system. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I like the phrase, the solution to pollution is dilution. Again, oh. not that you'd want to chase a lot of caffeine with water, but mm-hmm. uh, my shift workers that use a fair amount of caffeine at night or, you know, by default have taken caffeine either for the driving or the actual work, I have them drink a lot of fluid mm-hmm. uh, because one of the ways that's an antidote to both lack of sleep and uh, taking more of a medicine than they needed is fluid. Just now, flush it through the system. You don't necessarily want to do that right before you go to bed, but a lot of the people are not necessarily going to be going to sleep right, right. away afterwards. Right. So Absolutely. Wow, so fascinating. Are we going to like start our own brew of coffee or I'd our love own to, beans? You know, with, sleep uh, take out coffee beans? With Facebook, <laughs> you know, or not Facebook, uh, Amazon and those products where I don't know yeah. what's actually inside of it. All right. we have to do is get a nice box. 
That's true, right? And then you can, yeah. We can partner like with somebody. Any, anybody ones. make these products that wants to partner with us. Right. I mean, the hard part, and again, we, you and I have talked about this before, is we really want to believe in the products that we review <laughs> because I don't feel like it would be ethical of me to you know, advertise for something that I don't like. Yeah, I agree. If we don't like it, I think we've been pretty fair on the on the podcast. Hence, if we, don't we like have it, no sponsors. That's true. No one has sponsored these things. It, but there's a few things that we have enjoyed, but they have not reached out to. I did want to ask us. you, and it's probably not the right yeah. place in the podcast to ask you, but oh. did you hear about that big recall on the Peloton? I did. Does it affect your Peloton? It does not affect my Peloton, nice. but I heard about that. So yes, but it's specifically related to the seat um, on the the original version of the bike that it can become dislodged. And I was like, well, that's scary. So yeah, no, but it does not affect the one that I have, which I was excited about, but also a little like, oh my gosh, like what happened? One of my friends actually had their seat recalled um, and they described that it's a pretty straightforward process. You just- Replace the seat. They just UPS ship you a new one and then you swap it out, so. Nice. Yeah, but I know, still doing the Peloton, still fun stuff. All right, Michelle, it's great seeing you again. Excited to talk about next time. So this is a fun episode about- coffee and caffeine good to see you let us know what you think all right take care thank you for joining us on this episode of sleep takeout we hope that you found our discussion on sleep valuable help your friends to sleep better you can share the sleep takeout podcast with them and be sure to rate and review this episode on your favorite podcast app remember sleep nation sleep well dream big and wake up refreshed bye, bye.